Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Or if you're new here, hi, hello, welcome. Um, yeah. So last week I took a much needed break for Mother's Day. Um, I I love this show. Like, I love this show. I love this show. But anyone who knows anything about content creation or podcasting knows that, you know, this takes effort. This takes a lot of work to find topics to talk about, to craft a show around these topics, to promote the show, that sort of things. So, you know, every so often your your girl just needs a little break every so often. Um, But I'm back and I'm so excited to be with you guys and talk to you about the things we're getting ready to talk about in the last show recap um, entitled Tucker's Gonna Get Y'all Caught Up, which he is if y'all insist upon going up to people who insist upon wearing a mask and accost them or call the police or Child Protective Services on people who mask their children during the middle of a global pandemic. Like, just the... Just the dizzying, the dizzying foolishness surrounding people who want to stay safe during a global pandemic. Like, as if you have, as if you're entitled to police other people. Like, okay, fine. You don't want, you want to be the weirdo and don't want to wear a mask during the global pandemic where masks have improved to um, prevent the spread of this pandemic. Sure, fine. Be weird. That's great. Um, does that mean that you then have the, you have the ability, the audacity, the, the gall to go up to other people and say, Hey, I don't want you wearing a mask either. Like, come on, come on, come on. Like, fine. You're, you're more for your freedom than protecting other people for their, their actual lives. Fine. Whatever. Fine. That's you being your business. But babe, that doesn't mean that you have the right to then come and harass people who have decided to be on the side of science and intelligence and, you know, right. (laughs) That whole sort of thing. Um, Who decide to wear a mask? Like, mind your business. Mind your business. I'm not asking you why you're not wearing a mask. I am going to keep socially distancing from you. Uh, Might add a little bit additional distance because Lord knows what's going on with you. Um, You might be the type to be trying to put gasoline in bags. Or cardboard boxes. And yes, we will be talking about that um, in this week's show. Because holy cow, you weirdos. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Uh, Tucker was trying to get y'all caught up. We also talked about Rick Santorum and his comments about how we, quote unquote, built a nation out of nothing. We who? Colonizers? Y'all are weird. We talked about the Oscars. We talked about uh, Biden's big speech. So that was last week's show. This week's show, I have a whole lot of more foolishness. Um, so let's get to it. Let's get to the church announcements. Hit it, Earl. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here. Say amen again. And say amen one more time if you really like the show. We glad that y'all here today and 
These will be your church announcements. Okay, friends. Welcome back. Welcome to the church announcement segment of our dear show. Um, I've never been a fan of the Republican Party. I have never really appreciated their level of foolery and hypocrisy. I don't agree with withholding things from communities that need it. Um, I don't agree with restricting voting rights. I don't agree with a lot that's going on. Uh, But what I do agree with is Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney was the number three top Republican. um, And recently she was removed from her leadership position because of her stance on the election. Um, She was one of a handful of people in the Republican Party who said that there was no voter fraud, which there wasn't. Um, I don't know how many polls need to be taken. I don't know how many recounts need to be done. There was not any voter fraud. There simply was not. It's called the big lie for a reason. There simply was not. He lost. He lost fair and square. And that's that on that. Um, So the wild thing is that while they were having a meeting to remove her from her position at the almost at the exact same time that that hearing was going on. There was another hearing based around the big lie, um, particularly around the events happening um, during January 6th insurrection. Um, be prepared to be mad because or, or at least dizzy in some sort of way, because I'm just going to play it for you. This is, these were some of the things that were said at that hearing. There was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Outright propaganda and lies are being used to unleash the national security state against law-abiding U.S. citizens, especially Trump voters. As a result, the DOJ is harassing harassing peaceful patriots across the country. It was Trump supporters who lost their lives that day, uh, not Trump supporters who were taking the lives of others. When I see this sheet on our timeline and on the, let's see... Uh, okay, at 2.07, a mob of Trump supporters breached the steps. I don't know who did a poll uh, that is Trump supporters. You had the media saying the same thing, just like you had the media saying uh, Officer Sigmund was killed with a uh, fire extinguisher, which he was not. But I don't know who did the poll to say that they had, were Trump supporters. What you just listened to was a clip from Anderson Cooper, um, Anderson Cooper's recent show where he compiled just people speaking on the, what happened at the insurrection. Now, this is just a reminder that gaslighting is when you manipulate, attempt to manipulate the memories and thoughts of a person to twist reality to make them question 
what they saw. Now, I'm going to tell you where I was on January 6th. I was sitting in my bed. Um, I believe that Emmy was taking a nap in her bumbo. Um, she was also on the bed with me. And I was scrolling through my phone, um, you know, just watching. Uh, I feel like I was flipping through and I just happened to be on the news. Like, it just happened to be on the news. Um, and I remember seeing a bunch of people running up to the Capitol building. And I'm like, well, that's odd. I don't think you could just run up to the Capitol building. I, I feel like this summer when with the BLM protests, they had, you know, armed guards and armed officers and militarized police surrounding the Capitol building. And so you can't just run up there. And I saw a video clip of a man of a guard opening the gates um, to let more people run up. I'm like, oh, well, what's going on here? And this was in the middle of the certifying of the election, um, a process that is constitutionally bound by Congress to do certifying the election results. And so I was watching that and the commentate, like whoever was talking, I don't remember which channel I was watching at the time, but whoever's talking was making commentary on that when the camera panned outside and the discussion moved to what was going on outside. And I'm sitting here just baffled watching these people run up to the Capitol. And it was just, it was a handful at first and another handful and then more and more and more and more and more people were running up. And I remember I was glued to the TV for the rest of the day, watching this whole thing pan out, watching these people bearing Trump flags and, and Confederate flags and don't tread on me flags and Trump paraphernalia and, uh, anti-Semitic uh, paraphernalia and other racist paraphernalia just storm the Capitol and have just hours, hours of them just filling the halls and breaking windows and stealing things and, you know, just, you know, at that point we, did, we didn't have the inside footage of a lot of this, um, but just from the outside, watching people's cameras from the outside I was just like oh my gosh like they're ramming the doors they're running up on the um on the platform that was built for Biden's inauguration in a few weeks they're 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 storming the capitol this is an insurrection and they had all day the uh, eventually they just got tired and decided they were ready ready to go to Arby's shout out to Arby's um this is not an ad, obviously, <laughs> but ready to go get a bite to eat or go back to their hotel so they can fly out the next day. Like they just had full and free reign of this Capitol building. Meanwhile, when people were marching for marching, orderly marching for black lives, where 93% of those protests were peaceful, you had armed guards and stuff around the, around the Capitol. I, the, the, the parallels will never ever escape me the parallels will never escape me so to have four people who were probably present in capitol hill that day say that there was no insurrection after living through it myself and watching it happen and just to have the first one um 
the first gentleman, I forget his name, Re Representative Andrew something. Um, let's go back to the notes. Uh, Representative Andrew Clyde was the first one who said if you were watching, you know, you would think it was a normal tourist um, visit. There was nothing normal or touristy about that. Like looking at all of the footage and not the footage that was shot by the media, mind you. This was footage that was shot by people who were there. Their footage that was taken by the FBI because they were filming themselves committing federal crimes. That footage breaking windows and breaking into offices and stealing things and 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 committing violence and watching that um, that confederate flag in the hall of the capitol something that has never never been seen even during the days of the confederacy all all six years of it <laughs> there's whole there's whole bands that have lasted longer there's whole relationships that have lasted longer. Hell, there's food that is older than the Confederacy. <laughs> but to see this horrendous, horrendous rebel flag fly in the seat of what was supposed to be the, quote, people's house was atrocious. And then you have Republican lawmakers saying that it didn't happen. It's wild. I saw a quote the other day. And I wish I could, this is off notes, obviously. Um, I wish I could tell you where it's from, but basically the quote was something to the effect of the Republican party is eating, is eating itself and discovering that itself is uh, poisonous. Like the Republican party was supposed to be this, the party of Lincoln, supposedly the party of Lincoln, the party of con, um, conservatism and now it's just the party of lunatics like and gaslighting and lies like we all know that the election was was what it was we know that it wasn't rigged that he didn't win that we all know that we all know that and to doubt that after all of what we saw with the recounts, multiple recounts in Georgia, hand recounts in certain places. To say that there was any voter fraud is a lie. And that, that big lie is carried over into the Liz Cheney situation where she said that she certified the election um, and that we have to stop lying about it. And that's why she's being removed. That lie also incited a mob to go and violently descend upon the Capitol building. That one lie is responsible for so much foolery and chaos. And now you have people who will and on one hand say that the election was rigged in the same, t in the same breath say that the, the insurrection didn't happen. That it wasn't Trump supporters who were doing it, even though the people who were there who were interviewed themselves were Trump supporters and proud about it, proud about it. What in the crazy is going on here? Craziness, craziness. And I hate to depress you, but these are elected officials. These are elected officials, people who were selected to make laws for the rest of us. Which gets me to my next topic, which is kind of off note, but you know, you know how we go. What is going on in Oklahoma? Oklahoma recently passed a law that said 
um, something to the effect of if you are fleeing from a protest, which why are you fleeing from a protest? If you're fleeing from a protest in your video, uh, in your, um, in your vehicle, rather, it is okay to run through crowds in essence. So you're giving people license, literal license to commit vehicular homicide because they could be fleeing a protest, quote unquote. You're giving people license to commit vehicular homicide. You're saying that it's okay for people to take their cars and drive into crowds of people who are protesting or who may appear protesting and they could be fleeing. Never mind that it could be, I don't know, a crowd of people, not crowd, not even a crowd. It could be five or six black kids going to the basketball court. It could be a family walking to the park. It could be anything. But if you say it was a pro, if you say it was a protest and you were fleeing, you could drive your cars into people. Which is wild because you know how it's, and I hate to say this. I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I don't like violence of any type. I don't like violence. I don't like confrontation. I don't like fights. It makes me cringe. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, But it's going to take a person of color to drive their car into a crowd of white people for them to repeal that. Cause they're going to be like, we're going to say it's going to be the same justification. Oh, I'm, I was fleeing a protest. I was fleeing this and that. Oh no, 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 no. This, this rule only applies to the white folk fleeing from, from whatever violence they perceive BLM was. Now, this is a reminder. Multiple studies have showed that over 90%, 90%, 90, 90, 90, 10% less than a hundred. 90% of the protests and demonstrations of Black Lives Matter have been peaceful. Over 90. And the ones that weren't peaceful have been proven, proven, proven to have been started by outside influences. We have documentation on that. The record reflects. And yet there's this pervasive belief around the criminality and the violence of black folk that we are just naturally and innately violent and criminal. When the truth is, if that was true, you wouldn't have a country. Because let me tell you, black folk have had some things to get violent and upset about. I'm, I say it time and time again. Y'all are lucky that we're asking for equality and not revenge. But we don't want to start no shit. We literally just want to exist peacefully. We want the American dream that was promised peacefully. We don't want no shit. We don't want no shit. It's other people who want shit with us. Back to the notes. Um, so Mitch McConnell's out here being Mitch McConnell. Um, the Republican Party's favorite turtle recently said that 100% of his focus is on stopping this new administration. This is a reminder that Mitch McConnell... Oklahoma um is it Oklahoma or is it Kentucky child I don't know and I should I should be better about that I'm sorry I don't know where he serves from or where he hails from but I know it's problematic either way um Mitch McConnell has just said he and he's an elected official why is that problematic because 100% of your focus should be uh, um making sure that your constituency is heard that should be your focus you are a representative in senate 
of the people who you serve. You are a public servant. 100% of your focus needs to be on those people, not stopping an administration. You know what? He also said something similar back in um, October of 2010, where he said the single most important thing we want to achieve is for President Obama to be a one-term president. Now, this is just a reminder, casual reminder. He served two times, two terms. He served the maximum terms that a president could have, unlike y'all's last president. Just, just a little note there for history. So yeah, bruh, Mitch McConnell's still out here being problematic as the minority leader in Senate. Yes. The minority leader, um, once was the majority leader and then folks voted and scared the hell out of a bunch of people. That's why we have a bunch of laws now in place to limit, prohibit, and even take away your right to vote. Everybody, I say it all the time. Make sure you're regularly voting, not just for president, okay? Because that's how folks like this get into power who want 100% of his focus to stop the new administration, which is wild because what if the administration is doing something good for your constituency? What if the administration is doing something wonderful to benefit your constituency? Your focus is to stop them? Hmm. That's just confusing um i hate that i'm still talking about this broad but here we go again with marjorie taylor green who i it's wild to me that the republican party will make a massive play against Liz Cheney for telling the truth as opposed to sitting down Marjorie Taylor Greene like that shows you exactly where this party is um that shows you exactly where this party is and which is why over a hundred percent uh I'm not a hundred percent rather over a hundred different representatives have decided that they may start a new party because the the direction that the Republican party is currently going in is, is lunacy. It's on, it's the crazy train and I don't blame folks for wanting to get off. I'm still, I still don't like a lot of their policies. Um, so whatever pop, uh, party they form, they're still problematic. Uh, but I, I understand wanting to get off the tra crazy train personally. I don't hold you for that, but back to Marjorie Taylor green, um, she recently, according to the Washington Post, chased down um, AOC. She apparently was chasing her down and hollering behind her, um, accusing her of supporting terrorists. Um, AOC didn't even directly address her. She went on to have a call, um, a leadership call, as, as, as it's called, uh, to ensure that Congress remains a quote safe civil, a safe civil place for all members and staff, uh, according to a spokeswoman, Lauren Hitt, she made a statement to the Post to say that quote Representative Green tried to begin an argument with Congresswoman Congresswoman Ocasio Cortez, and when Representative Ocasio Cortez tried to walk away, Congresswoman Green began screaming and called Representative Ocasio-Cortez a terrorist sympathizer. This is a reminder that Marjorie Taylor Greene's friend, close friend, close friend, was at the insurrection 
an actual terroristic event. And that marching for black lives is not a terroristic thing. It is literally just that marching for black lives. Ooh, my Lord. Uh, in good news, in good news, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, former NFL, uh, oh my goodness. I know the sports. I promise you. I know the sports quarterback. <laughs> Charge it to little sleep guys. I know the sports. Okay. I know the footballs. I know, I know the sports, but Colin Kaepernick, you know, uh, he was at the super super bowl playing, uh, before he was removed from the NFL, unlike Mr. Tim Tebow, who no shade against Tim Tebow, um, who y'all are just forcing down the throats of people and who recently, I forget which team he just got on. I think it was the Jaguars. Don't hold like come in the comments and let me know if I'm right. I'm probably wrong. Cause I, I, I as you can hear from me joking around, I actually don't know the sports. Um, but he was recently put on a team. This is a reminder. He's never been to the Super Bowl. Um, yet he's allowed to play. Even though a bunch of teams were like, nah, we pass. Um, as opposed to Colin Kaepernick, who actually can play. Who has been whitelisted because of, or yeah, because of his stance. His early on stance saying, you know, that Black Lives Matter. Um because he's problematic for marching for lives. Not to say that Tim Tebow is problematic. I'm sure he's a sweet guy, but at least Colin can play. So Colin Kaepernick is curating a book, which will be out on October 12th. And the title of that book is Abolition for the People, The Movement for a Future Without Policing and Prisons. It is set for release on October 12th. It features over 30 different essays. Kaepernick is the book's editor. Only one of those essays is um, he actually wrote. Um, this is a reminder that Ka Colin Kaepernick has also, also has his own publishing company. Um, he created in 2019 as a part of the outgro outgrowth of his social justice work. So yeah, writing a book. Lots of essays. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. I actually want to get my hands on a copy just to check it out myself. Um, not so good. I think we already talked about it, but I just want to bring it up that Jonathan Mattingly, one of the officers involved in the murder, the brutal murder of Breonna Taylor, um, an award-winning EMT uh, who was murdered in her home when she was sleeping beside her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, um, because of a incorrect no-knock warrant uh, incident. So, yeah, apparently his book is, um, he's supposed to be writing a book about, talk about the truth or something like that, some, some garbage. Anyway, any supplier and any publisher who is like, trying to get their hands on that book or publish that book or produce that book is going to have more problems than, <laughs> than they realize because we all know the truth. Everybody knows the truth. These cops were at the wrong place at the wrong time. They had no right to fire into this person's apartment. They murdered a person. They let her die. They didn't render any aid. They 
shot up the house and unfortunately the only charges that were brought were for the wall the wall of the neighbor's house that was shot and not the body of a human being that was shot um yeah y'all it's wild it's wild um but re situations like that are the reasons why Colin Kaepernick writes is writing his book um or curating his book of essays. So that's going to be really, really, really interesting to check out. Uh, are we going to talk about this versus? We're going to talk about this versus. So let me just say that Mother's Day's versus of SWV and uh, Escape. I honestly forgot about it. <laughs> Not, not that they didn't publicize it very well. I was like in the middle of having a really great time. We had um, dropped off Emmy at her at her aunt's house. My mom was there spending extra time with her. And so naturally we caught up on more sleep because having a baby means that you sleep when the kid says you can sleep and you don't when the kid is awake. Um, at least good parents do. So she, yeah, so she's up there with them. And we went over to our friend's house, enjoying brunch, enjoying life, just having a good time. The folks, the food was so good. Um, but I went in the back and pumped like I needed to pump because she, you know, obviously I don't, I don't have a kid drinking from me. You got to keep the milk supply up. So I pumped and yeah, they cut it on. I was like, oh snap, like we're going to miss this. So ran back out after we pumped, um, to catch a bit of what was left. Um, I don't know if SWV got the same memo as escape. I don't know. I don't think that they got the same memo because it seemed like escape showed up at like they rehearsed, like they had chosen these songs, like they had, you know, talked about who's going to talk about which songs. Um, they showed up ready for a show. SWV showed up like they were ready for a listening party. Now, I'm not going to hold you. My money was going to be on SWV. I've never been an escape girl. Never been an escape girl. I was always on SWV. Um, even though, in hindsight, listening to some of the songs, um, like I'm So Into You. I'm so into you. I don't know what I'm going to do. That song. Um listening to that and looking at the lyrics talking about she wants to take her take this guy from this other woman that makes me mad now as an adult I'm like well why there's so many <laughs> so many other guys why do you have to chase this one dude like jazz uh, not my it's not my type of music now um but I grew up on that SWV um SWV raised the generation of us um so yeah my money was always on SWV they showed up like they were ready to go to a listening party. Escape showed up like they were ready for a show. They brought a crowd with them. Um, they were ready. And the Verses is having a really interesting moment. Because if you guys remember how Verses started, it started as a, a sort of comfort to the fact that we were all stuck inside dealing with Pandora's box. And it was people it was us listening to music and stories 
and it was it was really low key. It was us relying on the Wi-Fi at the homes of the celebrities that we enjoy. Um, it was us relying on the the battery life of the phones of people we enjoy. It was strictly Instagram. It was us seeing their studios or homes and things like that. And gradually, not even gradually, it got really big really, really fast because so many of us were watching because we were home because of Pandora's box. So in watching that and experiencing that and then like watching from like, I don't know. Let me let me just say my favorite one, which was Jill Scott and Erica Badu, uh, which was so healing. Oh my gosh, I'm sitting on the couch, very very pregnant, listening to that one and live tweeting it and just just feeling it and feeling us and just living in this beautiful moment. Um, and to see that go from that to you know the whole Brandy and Monica one, which was so cold it just <laughs> i'm just like all right all right y'all to uh patty and gladys which was fun and exciting to watching um earth wind and fire and the isley brothers to uh escape and swv with these bit like the last few that i just named have these big massive sets but the people who are coming they're coming in you know in a some of them are coming in a different mindset. Some of them feel like they're they're coming to listen to the music, to enjoy the music, to talk a little bit about the music, as opposed to performing the music. Uh, SWV showed up with very coordinated outfits, you know, baby hair slicked to the gods. Um, not SWV, Escape. Escape showed up ready to perform. SWV showed up ready to listen and enjoy. Um, and to be fair, Coco recently shared on her social media that that exact day that she actually watched someone uh, die, which was really, really frustrating, really, really sad, really, really heartbreaking, not frustrating. That was the wrong word. Uh, Really, really heartbreaking to hear that she was dealing with that and that she had it not been for her son encouraging her uh, would have just nixed the show entirely, which fair, fair, mental health, fair, completely fair. So, yeah, that could explain the night. Um, Spinderella was there, DJ Spinderella, which I'm sorry. I was so into S, not SWV. They were there too. I just finished talking about them. So that's where that came from. But Salt and Pepper. And to hear how Salt and Pepper have really just thrown DJ Spinderella like under the bus with this whole situation and to see her Spinderella working and like DJing and being cute and having fun and stuff like that, being the DJ for SWV, um, that made my heart warm. Like I, I don't know what's going on with salt and pepper, but like, I'm going to like be hype on DJ Spinderella because she deserves she deserves like if you've ever heard anyone rap if you ever heard anyone perform y'all know that you need a dope dj and she was right there in the photos wearing the jackets doing the things and it's it's a shame that those women who could have done right by her really could have done right you ever notice it's easier to do right but people just choose to do wrong for whatever reason like if they want additional money additional fame it would just be easier to just do right these people choose not to um 
that's their own thing to answer. But yeah, it was so good to see Spinderella working. Um, shout out to Escapes DJ. I, I don't know his name, but he was doing his thing. Um, but yeah, that was the verses. It was just, you know, it was two different vibes. I feel like verses needs a, a come to Jesus moment to talk about what it really is now because it went from this intimate sort of you know musical like reflection to this big very very produced uh almost scripted thing and a lot of us who were first watching verses loved it for what it was um and we like we like what we're seeing. We like the, we like the big sets. We like the the hilarious moments. Um, I don't know if I care for it being sponsored by Doritos and Ciroc, and like this one I saw was sponsored by Urban Decay. Um, I don't know if I like all the big sets and things like that. Um, but I appreciate the music. I appreciate the discussions. I appreciate the backstories, um, that sort of thing. So. That was the verses, and that is our show for the week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Please don't forget to leave a review wherever you are listening to the show. Wherever you can leave a review, please do leave a review. Reviews are so helpful. It lets other people know about the show. It lets other people who may be curious about the show know what you think about the show. It lets me know what you think about the show. Um, if you want to reach out to me personally, please feel free to hop in my DMs on Twitter. That's at the reclaimed Instagram at the reclaimed or email me at the reclaimed blog at gmail.com. If you're interested in sponsoring this show or just becoming one of the coolest people on the planet, YouTube can become a patron of the show by going on to patreon.com. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Whitney Elise. And you too can become a patron at any level. Like I said before, there's exclusive content over there. I'm working on some more fun things for that community, specific and exclusive to that community. Um, and I appreciate my patrons, like the dopest crew around. I appreciate them so, 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 so much. Also, if you are looking to have your business or, uh, your business or brand sponsor this show, hit me up, please feel free. I'm going to start promoting, uh, businesses on this show, um, particularly businesses in my community, um, I don't want to share anybody that I have not personally tried or have personally known. Um, because why? Why would I do that to y'all? Like, I don't do that on my Instagram. I don't do that on my Twitter. I don't do that on my blog. I don't do that in real life. Why would I do it on this show? So these will be brands and businesses that I've personally vetted um, or at least know some major things about. But yeah, y'all, if you want to be, if you want to have your brand or business on the show, please Please feel free to hit me up at thereclaimedblog at gmail.com. And that is the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, peace, y'all.